Hi, I'm Tom. AKA Thomas. And I am Lauren. AKA Lauren. Lauren. And this is Movie Illiterate. I've seen a lot of movies. And I have seen fives. Fives of movies. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe ten? Tens? No, tens, tens is asking a lot. That, that signifies that I've seen probably at least 20 movies, and that's asking a lot. That's why I've uh, dubbed myself as movie illiterate, so fives. Fives. Okay, so Lauren has not seen a lot of movies. Well, she's seen fives of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So maybe 20 tops. What we're going to do is I'm going to describe a movie that I have seen that I saw when I was younger to get Lauren's take on it. Yep, and then we're gonna watch it and then we are going to fancy word here people reconvene and discuss <laughs> my take on the movie and how accurate uh, Tom's memory is regarding said movie. Yeah, see how it holds up? Would we watch again? Would Tom watch again? Does Tom know anything at all? Find out next time, or just later, in a few minutes. <laughs> and see how, if my opinion of it is biased based on having seen it as a kid and those, those childhood memories versus someone who is seeing it for the first time as an adult. Yeah, watch Tom try to backtrack. All this and more on Movie Illiterate. <laughs> ASMR. So right. today we're doing Disney's The Sword in the Stone. Um, it is a movie from 1963. Uh, it stars Ricky Sorensen and Carl Swenson. Amazing that you remember all this detailed information from your childhood. I have the Wikipedia page pulled up. Mm, yeah, interesting. I'm, I'm cheating. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so uh, The Sword in the Stone, it's based on the book, the T.H. White book, the Once and Future King series. What? Uh, it's Well, it's a, it's a King Arthur origin story. So it's the story of how King Arthur pulled the sword out of, out of the stone, and that was how he became uh, king. He was divinely chosen to be king. So didn't know it was a book. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know that like King Arthur was a book. I didn't just I didn't put the two together. Oh yeah, there's a there's a book series. So I think it's four books that is the full narrative of the King Arthur the stories. You do know the books. I know the books, Tom. I just didn't realize that this came from the books. Well, anyway, so. Um, so like I said, it's a King Arthur origin story. So it starts with the king is dead, and then uh, there's like a musical intro about how the uh, the king of England will is the person who can pull the sword out of the stone. But then at the point where the movie picks up, uh, people have tried from all over to pull the sword, and no one's able to do it, so it basically gets forgotten. Good. So this is a Disney musical. Yeah, it's a musical. Okay, good, because I'm not watching a Disney movie if it's not a musical. There's a lot of Disney movies that aren't musicals. And have I watched them? Some of them, yes. I, well, some of them, yes. Brave, I watched. I don't think that was a musical. I, I actually haven't seen Brave, so I don't know. 
Oh, I'll tell you about it. So there's this girl named Mary. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so so the story, uh, the movie starts with Merlin, and he's all angry because he ha- he can see in the future, and they're in the Dark Ages, and he's like, ah, Dark Ages indeed. Everything sucks right now. He's like, oh, I can see in the future, but it's all still so dang dark. Wish <laughs> <laughs> somebody would invent a light. <laughs> so he... Has a prediction that a small boy is going to drop in for tea at some time in the future, uh, some sometime soon. And lo and behold, uh, Arthur, who is the main character, everyone calls him Wart. He is out with his. I don't know why. Is it's this out. in the book? I don't know. This is it's in the movie. I've never read the book, so. Oh. So so Arthur is. Uh, but you don't even know if this is really from the book. Well, it says on the Wikipedia page. Uh, anybody can go to Wikipedia and update stuff. Touche. Correction. This is a Disney movie. It may or may not be based on the book. It <laughs> shares you. the same name as the book, but that's about it. That's all that we can verify at this point exactly. between the two of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Arthur is out hunting with his uh, foster brother, Kay. And Kay is about to shoot a deer with his bow and arrow. Arthur is watching from a tree. The branch that he's on breaks. He falls. He lands on Kay. So Kay's arrow goes astray. Kay gets all ticked off and tries to hit him with his bow and arrow. So Arthur's like, well, I'll go into the dark, scary woods and get your arrow back. Naturally, naturally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like any young English boy would do. Yeah. His cup of tea in one hand, off into the dark woods. <laughs> yes, exactly. To find an arrow. Yeah. So he goes in and he ends up uh, falling through another tree or from another tree through the roof of Merlin's house, and they have tea together, so it's... How does he... What is wrong with this boy? What? Somebody needs to be watching him. <laughs> How does he keep falling out of trees? You would think after the first time, you'd be like, I should probably be careful. He's just like, whoop, up in, up another tree. There's some tea up there, I think, maybe. I'm English. <laughs> <laughs> so, him and Merlin become friends. Merlin, uh, I think Merlin knows who he is and that he's going to become king but he can't tell him yeah so, because he can't like he knows that the boy's name is arthur but it's so dark in the dark ages that he can't really see if that's him but he's like i know that he's supposed to be falling a lot so this must be the kid <laughs> yeah just a series of uh of deductions and realizing yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah so they become friends and Merlin takes to uh, educating him about just about like the world and life and stuff. And they through a series of magical adventures, uh, they have one adventure where he turns them into squirrels, and they go on adventures as squirrels. And a girl squirrel uh, kind of has a thing for Arthur, so there's that. And then there's always some perversion in you and these movies. Also, I'm assuming that he turned him into a squirrel to teach him not how to fall out of trees. <laughs> Probably. I hope so. I really do. It, it would be a nice lesson for him. Yeah, yeah. He needs it. Yeah. Um, actually, it's weird. They make it weird because it's kind of funny. You know, oh, we're, we're squirrels. Oh, there's a girl squirrel that likes me. Ha, ah, this is kind of funny. But then he turns him back into a human and the girl squirrel like sees this and gets all sad and then it like fades out on her crying and it's like, wow, way to... Oh, that's really sad. Yeah, it's like, way to... Make this weird movie. Oh no, I don't like that. Yeah, and then there's another scene where they he turns them into fish and they go swimming in the moat, and they have to outrun some kind of big like predatory fish, like a shark. 
well, I don't think it was a shark because they're in a moat, but some some kind of big fish that like has like a frowny face, so you know it's a bad fish. If I remember like a correctly, shark. Like, like a shark, yeah. yeah, not a shark, but like a shark. It might be a shark. Shark are large predatory fish, and there's that story of the one that was in the uh, was it the lake, the pond, the stream. Because it was Jersey. connected to the ocean. This is a yeah. this is a landlocked moat. Well. You might not be remembering that correctly. So that's we'll that's true. Out. It was a while ago. Um, anyway, so they have to outmaneuver this... Uh, the shark. The shark. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then there's another time when Arthur is doing chores. He's doing all the dishes in the castle that he lives in. And Merlin shows up. He's like, let's go on an adventure. And he's like, I have chores to do. And so Merlin casts a spell on all the cleaning equipment and on the dishes so that they'll just clean themselves so they can go on their adventure. But then when they come back, everyone's like, oh my gosh, they've bewitched the kitchen. And it's oh, under Merlin. an evil spell because, you know, it's the Dark Ages. Everything is an evil spell if we don't understand it. Well, right, because you can't really see truly what's going on. <laughs> so I don't think you know exactly how the Dark Ages work. Oh, yes, I do. I've woken up in the middle of the night. <laughs> it is dark. Yeah. So they get mad at Merlin and they forbid Arthur from like being able to hang out with him because he's evil and blah, blah, blah. And then there's they're a, just jealous. They're just jealous. Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't want to hang out with a guy with a long beard and blue and dogs? who's bewitching dishes to clean themselves? Yeah, that's. Awesome. I would love to have a mm-hmm. friend who would do that. You're supposed to clean our dishes, and you don't do that. I and I still stick around with you. So imagine how close I would be with Merlin. Yeah, kind of glad Merlin's not here. I, mean, I feel like I'd have competition. Yeah, I'd probably marry him. Fair enough. I would too. So, they're hosting, uh, England decides to hold a tournament on New Year's Day, the winner of which will become uh, King of England, because there's a lot of, like, turmoil and stuff going on, everyone's forgotten about the sword and the stone, and Merlin's brother Kay decides to uh, enter the contest, and and, uh, Arthur becomes his squire, and he goes and tells Merlin, and he's all excited, like, hey, I'm a squire, and uh, Merlin's like, no, you're going to be basically like Kay's manservant, and he's an idiot, so you're not going to be using your brain. This is So Merlin gets mad and transports himself to Bermuda. <laughs> Naturally, the yeah. obvious choice yeah, to yeah. go. Yeah, so it's it's Merlin is, or so Arthur is left with, um, oh, I didn't tell you about, so Merlin also has a talking owl named Archimedes, who is pretty mm-hmm, sarcastic. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Arthur is left with Archimedes, because Merlin is now in Bermuda. He didn't take Archimedes with him? No, he kept him there. Oh, that's mean. That's messed up. I've heard that Merlin is a Slytherin in in Harry Potter houses, so that's a dick move that's consistent with being a Slytherin. Hey, I'm a Slytherin. I'm also a Slytherin. That's a dick move consistent with being us. All right, go on. (laughs) So they go to the tournament, and they're watching one of the matches, and Arthur realizes he forgot Kay's sword. So he goes back to get his sword, and everything's locked up. Everything's locked up because everyone's at the tournament, so he can't get in to get Kay's sword. And he's like, ah, crap, what am I going to do? And then they notice in a churchyard there's this sword sticking out of a stone. So he's like, oh, okay, I'll just use this. And he gets it, and, like, this divine light comes down, and he pulls the sword out. And it comes out nice and easy, and then he, he takes it to Kay. And Kay's all mad. She's like, this isn't my sword. Where'd you get this? And then uh, um, Arthur's foster father grabs it. And he's like, yeah, where'd you get this from? And he's like, 
Oh, it's got the inscription from the Sword and the Stone. Oh, crap, it's the Sword and the Stone. So everyone stops the tournament. They all go back to the churchyard where Arthur pulled out the sword. They put it, uh, and they put it back. And Kay's like, well, it's already been pulled once. Anyone can pull it out. And he tries to pull it out. And a bunch of other people try to pull it out. And they're like, nah, nobody can get it. So then they're like, well, why don't we let the little kid who said he pulled it out, why don't we let him try? So they do. And he's able to pull it out. And they're like, holy crap, this nobody kid that was constantly falling out of trees is... Yeah, this idiot kid. Well, not idiot. Clumsy. Clumsy. This clumsy child is just running around with a sword <laughs> that he pulled out of a stone and now we're going to make him king. Now Let's gonna... cut down all the trees in what the a... area. <laughs> we don't want to lose another king too quickly. <laughs> what a great uh, what a great system of government. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, so Arthur becomes king and then... He's in his castle, hanging out with Archimedes with a crown, and it's too big. And he tries to leave through one door, and everyone's, like, cheering. So he goes to another door and opens it, and everyone's cheering. He's like, ah, crap, I'm trapped. And then Merlin shows up. And Merlin's like, ah, good, you figured it out. You're king of England. And, you know, they're like, no thanks to you. Thanks for telling me, you douche. Yeah, Merlin, what the heck? So was this his plot or like he like went to Bermuda and then the visions came back and he was like snaps I knew I was forgetting something other than that dang owl and then (laughs) once he saw that his friend which once again we've got another story about an old man and a little boy becoming best friends I don't know what it is about the 90s was it the 90s no this was 63 and back to the future was 85 oh right yeah, I mean, there's definitely a theme here, and I apologize. We'll make sure to not do that for the next. I one. think that this is just this is Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood likes old men and little boys. Anyway, <laughs> so the story ends with Merlin trying uh, explaining to Arthur some of the things he'll do as King Arthur and, and with his Knights of the Round Table, and it kind of fades out. And that's the end. Arthur is king. So Arthur never makes it out of the castle without the cheering? No, it, it's just, it just kind of fades on him and Merlin and Archimedes just kind of hanging out. And... If I was Arthur, I don't know if I would want Merlin around anymore. Like, he's already shown himself that he will abandon him on a whim, which I know is what happens in the actual book, only because I listened to the myth and legends podcast and oh. they've talked about it oh okay yes merlin will just up and be like all right i'm out for but for a bit i'm not gonna tell you when i'm gonna be back even though i can see into the future probably because it's really dark so i don't actually know what's <laughs> what's actually going on or how old you are or anything like that next time i come back so all right maybe a little bit of credit to him but yeah not the best friend in the world no he's a slytherin what do you expect I'm a friend. <laughs> I was going to say best friend, but <laughs> yeah, that's no. probably a lie. Yeah, yeah. I think we can both agree on friend, though. Yeah, friend, yeah, that's a word that we could use in your presence. Yeah, 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 I think so, yeah. So why don't we go watch the movie? Yes, okay. let's watch this old man and a little boy. And talking owl. Well, obviously, I didn't think I needed to say the owl. Oh, sorry. Hollywood.
So we just finished <laughs> The Sword in the Stone. Uh, Lauren, what did you think? Well, first I feel like I need to make a pitch. Picture it. It's the now. The 60s. I'm middle-aged. It's dark. <laughs> there's a boy. And there's an old man. Naturally with an owl. They're gonna do stuff. Nothing's gonna get solved, but stuff will be done. That's the movie. But the movie took place in the Middle Ages, or the Dark Ages, not the 60s. It was just filmed in the 60s. Oh my gosh. ASMR. Picture it. <laughs> so, the movie was interesting. I thought that maybe I had seen it when I was younger and just like didn't remember it because I have the memory of a goldfish when it comes to movies and shows. But actually, no, I have not seen this. I don't remember it at all. And you were pretty dead on, like usual, on, with yeah. your um, remembrance of the movie. So starts out with Wart. A.K.A. Arthur. A.K.A. Arthur. A.K.A. soon-to-be King of England. Way to give the ending away. All right, I take that back. Wait, you already mentioned it before. Oh, yeah. They would have heard the whole, basically the whole story before. Oh, yeah. Never mind. All right, fast forward. (laughs) So, Kay and Arthur are out in the forest. Kay is going to go hunting, and Arthur climbs up a tiny tree behind Kay and thus begins the beginning of his falls throughout the movie. (laughs) They happen multiple times to the point where Merlin, the first time meeting uh, Arthur, knows that he's going to fall through his ceiling and sets up a chair for him to fall into so they can have tea because it's England. Right. Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. And even when it's dark, there's still tea. Well, yeah, why would why, just because it's dark? Why wouldn't you have tea? So Merlin, <laughs> Merlin is freaking. So okay, so it starts off right. We all know he has magical powers. The movie starts off with him complaining about how everything is so difficult, and he's manually pulling up water from a well when he clearly could have used his magic to do it. There's no one else around, so it's not like he's, it's like he doesn't want people to see the magic. He just likes to complain because he's an old man. And throughout the movie, occasionally he just gets mad and then he's just in a grumpy mood. I'm pretty sure it's because he's an old man. <laughs> like, there's no other logical reason. Right. So, um, Kay shoots off the arrow and Arthur falls just in time on top of him so that Kay loses the arrow and Arthur's like I'm not scared of the woods and the darkness because everything is dark it's the dark ages (laughs) and so he goes off into the woods to get this arrow and throughout the movie like every scene there is some baddie chasing after everyone so in the beginning it's the wolf Oh, the wolf. Yeah, the wolf yes. is trying to eat him. Yeah, the wolf is trying to eat Arthur, even though the wolf has a bone that is literally bigger than Arthur's legs. So I don't know why he decided he needs to eat Arthur. Well, I mean, you can't eat a bone. You just kind of chew on it. It's not going to fill you up with nutrients the way meat would. 
dogs would eat. I don't even know if Arthur had any meat on him. That's yeah, that's true. He was pretty scrawny. Yeah, he was like you. The wolf just would have been eating cotton, or whatever his clothes were made of. Yeah, basically. Probably not yeah, li- yeah. nylon. But the wolf didn't know that. Wolf thought, oh, it's a human, and tried to eat him, and then he didn't. Yeah, and he failed. The wolf failed miserably. But the wolf, I gotta give him credit. He kept trying. So Arthur meets Merlin, and then they talk, and Merlin's like, I can see into the future, boy. And he starts talking about modern age stuff that Arthur doesn't understand. And then Arthur's like, I got to get back to the castle because I got duties to do. I'm an orphan boy, and that, so that I have duties. And so Merlin is like, all right, well, let me get packed up. So then he sings a song that sounds like, uh, words that I make up when I don't know the words to a song. In the back. Basically. That's how the song went. It was beautiful. So Merlin packs up his house and then just Arthur goes with Arthur back to the castle where Arthur lives with his foster dad. And gets put away in this rickety little room one might call it yeah tower like it was barely standing and once again merlin did not use his magical powers (laughs) to uh make it more sturdy or when he moved in it was raining merlin just got umbrellas from somewhere I don't think umbrellas were a thing in the Dark Ages. He probably used his magic to make umbrellas. Yeah, so uh, Merlin used his magic to make umbrellas and then manually put the umbrellas up all over the place. Well, I think he probably did that because if he fixed the tower, what was he going to complain about? That's true. The old man problems. Yeah. Old men have been the same since... The 800s, the Dark Ages. Some things, yeah. I think it was... 800s AD was when the King Arthur legends happened. I don't know. Well, all right, the Dark Ages. Yeah. Old men have been the same since the Dark yes, Ages. Yes, old men have been the same since the Dark Ages. Long, right. long time. Right. Um, so they, they make the announcement about the tournament. Yes. Well, that was after they went on one or two of their adventures, right? I think it happened right before they go on their first adventure. Okay, well, Pim... The- Brooke. Pen, uh, Pinwheel. Pelinor. Pelinor, yes. Pelinor. 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 Yeah. Ector, aka um, Arthur's foster dad. His name is Ector. So his friend, Pelamore. Paramore. Paramore. Pelinor. Pelinor. Pelinor, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Memory of a goldfish. Pelinor. <laughs> comes in and he's like great news let me tell you there's gonna be a tournament and then the winner is gonna be king and um Hector is like oh good k k is Hector's actual son he's like k you can be king so this time pelinor does not complain about him being king no but, he's just like whatever we'll get yeah him but later on in the movie Hector is like you're gonna be king one day and pelinor is like oh no that's terrible well, I mean, at the t- at the time of the announcement, it's like Kay wasn't even knighted, so it was like, okay, that's a far off dream. Like, I'll let you guys have your little fun thinking about that. That's it's not going to happen. And then he gets knighted. He's about to jo- join the tournament. And he's like, oh snap, this could actually happen. Yeah, this I guess is- that's true because they don't say where Pelamore's from. Pelinor. 
Pelinor. Yeah. They don't say where Pelinor is from. <laughs> they don't say where Pelinor is from. And in the movie, he's at Ector's castle. So he might have just kept his mouth shut because he didn't want to get kicked out the castle. Right. The dirty, dirty castle. Dirty with lots of holes in the... Yes, because only Arthur is doing any type of cleaning or anything like that. And he is constantly breaking the dishes. Because <laughs> he's tripping down the stairs with piles of dishes. Yes, multiple times in the movie. So, Merlin comes with Arthur because he is convinced that Arthur is going to do great things. And he has to teach him education. Studies, my boy. You have to do your studies. Even though he doesn't really have him do too much studying. Well, not like in the traditional sense. Yeah, but Merlin packs up all his books. And it's like, studies, we gotta do education. And then never has Arthur read. In fact, it was Merlin's owl, Archimedes, who was the cutest thing. He's so chunky. I love him. Um, It was Archimedes who realized that Arthur couldn't even read. Well, would it have been, I mean, the movie wouldn't have been as exciting if it was, if it was Arthur and, uh, Arthur and Merlin just reading the whole time. Like, we're going to go on an adventure in the pages of this book. And then it's just 20 minutes of them just staring at the pages and occasionally flipping it. They could have done a, um, a reading rainbow style thing. I love that show. Butterfly in the sky. I don't know if they were thinking about reading rainbow in the 60s. I could go twice as high. Take a look. It's in our book. A reading rainbow. Yeah, they didn't have that in the 60s. They definitely didn't have it in the 800s. I can go anywhere. But Merlin knows everything. Right, but the audience who's watching... A reading rainbow. (laughs) Are you done? Maybe. (laughs) Depends on what you have to say next. I'm afraid to say something. No, so ahead, what Merlin it. does instead is he turns them into fish and has them... Okay, you're still going. It's just background music. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fish. So they turn into fish and... A, uh, what was it? An alligator gar was in the moat? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was an alligator gar. Yeah, and Terrifying. It, and it tries to eat Arthur. And Merlin, who has magic and could save him, is like, No, no, use your brains. We got a lesson to learn. Brain over bronze. So... You know, yeah, so Merlin hides himself and then makes Arthur figure out how to deal with this alligator guard. Even though, like, two minutes before that, he's like, what, Arthur, you think you can swim? You don't have the instincts to swim. But now fight off this guard. Yeah, but now fight off this guard. Also, Arthur ate a bug and Merlin was like, oh, instincts, my boy. And then Arthur was like... I don't have any instincts. You just said I don't have any instincts. And Marlon was like, oh, so my question is, is Arthur just going around eating bugs as a, as a boy? Because I think that that's what the moral of that story was. That would explain why he's so dang skinny. Yeah, bugs have protein, but you got to eat a lot of them. You can't just eat one water bug. Right. So. So they get out of that situation. Yes, right? because Archimedes saves him. Yeah. Archimedes is really the... He's the real hero of the story. Exactly, exactly. So they get out of the water, and then Merlin is like, hey, you want to be a squirrel? Because they have a lot of problems. (laughs) So let's be squirrels. (laughs) So he 
Magicizes the dishes. Uh, puts a spell on them. Bewitches them. Magicizes. Magicizes. He magicizes the dishes so that they're cleaning by themselves. Finally, this castle is starting to get clean. And then he and... Arthur. Yeah, I want to call him Arnold. <laughs> King Arnold. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to call him Wart. Okay, Wart. Well, they call him Wart throughout the movie. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Okay, so. So he and Wart become squirrels. And no lesson at all is learned from this adventure. Other than that squirrels... When a lady squirrel falls in love, she falls in love for life. Really, it's the only lesson learned. So they're just... Oh, yeah, they have, like, the reverse Pepe Le Pew situation. Yeah. Where uh, they both have girl squirrels who, despite them very clearly saying no, decide that they're they're mates now and they don't have an option. Yeah, and first Merlin's like, haha, Wart, um, this lady squirrel's in love with you. I'm going to tell her where you're hiding and you're just going to have to deal with it. Um, but then a older lady squirrel comes and falls in love with Merlin and he's like, uh, no, I'm just a man. So he turns himself to a man. The whole time that this is happening, though, the wolf is back. <laughs> this wolf. poor wolf has been through a lot. Um, he's back and he is trying to eat them. So they get turned back into humans. The lady squirrel that was in love with Arthur is so sad. She's crying at the end. It's really heartbreaking. I was really hoping that at the end of the movie... She gets turned into a human and then they like hang out. She could become Guinevere. Yeah, but no, that no, doesn't that happen. Doesn't, she doesn't. just is really sad. And also she's a redhead, according to Merlin. Yeah, because she's a red squirrel. Yeah, it was, it was weird. That was weird. Yeah, so then... They go back to the castle and everyone's like, Oh my gosh, dishes that wash themselves. Heaven save us. This is the worst kind of satanic magic we could imagine. Yes, and then Ector starts destroying the dishes. <laughs> the finally clean dishes. Dirty dishes were piled high all over the castle. They're finally getting clean and Ector is like, Black magic! It goes in and just starts destroying them all. The, well, the, the ones that survived Arthur dropping them anyway. Right, yeah, that's true. So he, Ector says, Wart, you are no longer the squire of K. Hobbs is. We don't know who Hobbs is, but apparently he exists and now he's going to be the squire. And he's going to go to London to help out K in the tournament so that K hopefully becomes king, according to Ector. So Wart is very sad about this, but he's like, it's fine, Merlin. It's not your fault. Like, it's my fault. I shouldn't have popped off. Oh, yeah, because the actor says, like, Merlin's evil and, you know, he's going to turn us into something. And, and Wart's like, no, he's good, you know. And actually, something he says is pretty profound. He's like, just because you can't understand something doesn't mean it's bad, which is a lesson that is still very much relevant today. Yes. I didn't appreciate it because I don't like when things try to teach me lessons. But it is a good lesson. Just get it out my Disney movie. <laughs> So, so then Wart is looking out of the window of Merlin's raggedy tower and he's like, I wish I could be a bird, blah, 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 blah. Oh, this is around the time that I think this is the first time that Merlin just becomes a grouchy old man for no reason. And Archimedes is trying to help Wart learn and Merlin's like, fine then. 
he's your pupil. So then Archimedes is trying to teach Wart about being a bird because Merlin decides to just turn him into a bird all of a sudden. Well, he's like looking out the window being like, oh, I've always dreamed about flying. Yeah, but it, there's no lesson. All these all these lessons that Merlin said he was going to teach him. Well, with the, with the fish, it was brain over bronze. Yes. With the... Uh, squirrel thing he learned about gravity and that love is the only thing more powerful than gravity that's what they said in the movie but there was no indication (laughs) that he learned anything and including with the flying thing no indication of learning anything actually what happens is wart turns into a bird and flies into mad madam mim's house and she is crazy, and I love her. I was going to say, she's probably your favorite. Yes, she's definitely my favorite character. She just doesn't like anything good, and she's like, well, I gotta destroy you, uh, Wart, because Merlin likes you, so that must mean that you're a good guy. So she's going to go destroy him, and then Merlin pops up, because Archimedes, thank goodness, is still around and tells Merlin about what's happening. So Merlin and Mim decide to have a wizard off. Wizard's duel? That's what they called it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they called it a wizard duel, duel. but I like wizard off. Which was cooler than a Harry Potter type duel because they just would turn into animals and try to destroy each other by turning into different animals. Yes. And of course, Mem cheats. Oh, yeah. She sets up rules and she breaks all of them, which Archimedes said she was going to do. He was like, you just want to set up rules so that you can break them. And that's literally what she did. Oh, yeah. Well... (laughs) I don't know, I thought it was kind of funny. Oh yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah, like, alright, right, no pink dragons and stuff. And then she turns into a purple dragon. She's like, did I say no purple dragons? I don't think I did. Yeah, she's... Technically she didn't. She was hilarious. So Merlin wins though because he turns into a germ and infects her. Which is actually pretty smart. Pretty smart, yeah. So there was a little bit of a lesson in that, but Merlin didn't know that that was going to happen. I don't care what he says about knowing things in the future. He did not know that was going to happen. Otherwise, I'm pretty sure he would have went with Archimedes and Wart. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then Mim is sick, and that's it for her role in the she, movie. Yeah, she just was there. Yep. Just like with the wolf. He doesn't show up again, I don't think. Nope. Yep, nope. They just bring up these characters and then they just they, drop yep. them off. They go. Yeah. So then, oh, then Hobbs gets mumps, which I thought I thought was kind of funny because I'm pretty sure in in the Dark Ages, mumps was a death sentence. So they're like, oh, he's got mumps. Like, oh, okay, he's got mumps. But it, I think it's the Dark Ages, so it's like, oh, he's got mumps. He's dead. Yeah, but, I mean, death was probably pretty common, so that's probably how they reacted. That's true. Oh, yeah, he's got mumps. He's dead. All right, well, he's Moving on. So, Wart, now you're the squire again, is basically what happened. Yeah. So, they all go to London. Well, well, he goes to tell Merlin, hey, I'm a squire, and and Merlin's like, I thought you were going to do something with yourself, get some brains, blah, 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 and he's like, well, I'm a nobody. This is as best as I can do. So, Merlin gets so mad that he sends himself to Bermuda. In the form of a rocket. In the form of a rocket. It's just random. He has another grumpy old man moment, and he's like, ship me off to Bermuda, and then he just, smoke comes out of the bottom of him, and he just flies off like a rocket. And so, at that point, 
everyone else goes to London. And while at London, Arthur Wart realizes that he forgot Case Ward in the end. So he runs back to go get Case Ward along with Archimedes. No one's in the end. Why they didn't just break the glass of the window? Like, it's the Dark Ages. Even if people were around, he yeah. still probably could have got away with it. Right, it's not like an alarm's going to go off or something. Uh, yeah, and oh, no that's... one's around. He could have broken in and gotten it. But I guess that would have messed up the movie. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Turns yeah. into a breaking and entering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no lesson is learned. That's wits, my boy. <laughs> wits and strength. <laughs> breaking and Brains grabbing. and bronze. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway... Archimedes is like, hey, there's a sword in that um, stone in the cemetery. Go get it. So Arthur's like, all right, I'm not going to break into this inn, but I will go into this cemetery and grab this sword out and bring it to somebody else and be like, here's the sword. So Arthur goes to get the sword out of the anvil. Stone. They call it a stone and then they call it an anvil. No, it's, there's an anvil and then a stone and then the sword. Like the, it sits on an anvil and then there's a oh. stone and then the sword is in the stone. That's why it's called sword and stone. Right, and not sword and the not anvil. Not sword and the anvil. <laughs> right, yeah. Amazing how that works. Sword and the stone rolls off the tongue a little bit better. A little too. better, yeah. yeah. So, so as Arthur goes to grab the sword... Am I saying sword right? I, it's just sword. It's spelled sword, sword, but I think it's just, most people say sword. Like the yeah. W is silent. I've been told that I say it wrong before, but I never knew which way I was saying it, so I didn't know which, so sword. I think, yeah, I think it's just sword. Okay. So Arthur goes to grab the sword out of the stone, not the anvil, and... This heavenly light and all in its technicolor glory <laughs> starts sparkling around him. And he's like, oh, God, what's happening? I'm having this. And Archimedes is like, leave it <laughs> from the background. <laughs> and Arthur's like, but I got to get this order. Archimedes is like, don't, don't touch it. <laughs> so you don't want to mess with the divine light and all that. Exactly. So Arthur grabs the sword out of the stone anyway and runs back to Kay and he's like, hey, I got a sword for you. And Kay's like, this isn't mine, though. And thank goodness Blackbeard was there. Oh, the random guy with the black beard? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not not the pirate. We don't know that. I don't think it was. That guy was like 800 years before Blackbeard the pirate, so pretty sure it was. Well, when did Blackbeard the pirate come about? Like in the 1500s, 1600s, I think. How do you know that? Fair enough. I don't know that. Also, how do you know there's only one? I bet you there are a lot of people with black beards. Like that guy in the movie about the kid and the, the sword <laughs> and the stone that sits on top of Anfield. So Kay is like, yeah, this isn't my sword. And then Hector reads, sees that it's got writing on it. He's like, oh, snap, it's the sword and the stone. And then, yeah, the guy with the black beard is like, black beard. Hey, everyone, just stop stop what we're doing. We Someone's pulled the sword from the stone. So then they're like, where'd you get it? And Arthur's like, oh, I pulled it out of a stone. And they're like, nah, that's ridiculous. You're, you're just a nobody. So they go and they go to prove it. They put the sword back and Arthur's going to pull it out. And Kay's like, well, wait a minute. It's already been pulled so it can come out again. So he tries to pull it and everyone tries to pull it. And you, like 10 guys get on it and they're trying to pull it. And it... Yeah, they're real grabby with the 
the blade of the sword, yeah. which I have to imagine is probably dull considering how long it had been there. Right. So it probably wasn't that sharp, but still. It, well, they had gauntlets on too, I think, so. Yeah, but I don't know. Just grabbing on it to pull it out? Right, yeah. I don't know. Also, just random thing I noticed. When Kane went to go pull the sword, I really appreciated the um, animation of him. the Like the jerking motion. Oh, yeah, where he's like... <laughs> yeah, it actually looked really, like, realistic. Right, like he goes to pull it expecting it to come up and jerks because it doesn't move. Yeah, and it's really good animation. It's probably because of the Technicolor. Probably the Technicolor, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's high-tech stuff. Mm-hmm. So then Arthur goes to pull it out, and all of the magical heavenly lights come down again. He pulls it out, and they're all like, oh, snaps. This guy, this little kid who's like... A toothpick with some clothes on is the freaking king. What's his name? Ector's like Wart. So they're like, all hell King Wart. So then Wart goes no, with Archimedes. No, he says, no, he says, he's like, Wart, uh, I mean, Arthur. And then they're like, all hell King Arthur. I mean, it would have been better if he had said Wart in there. Like, <laughs> yeah. All hell King Wart. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just wanted to go with it. I knew what they said, but I. <laughs> it would have been more hilarious if they were like, all right, Ward. <laughs> King Ward and his Knights of the Round Table. His Knights of the Square Table. <laughs> so Arthur and Archimedes go to the throne room, and they are the only people in the throne room. Yeah, apparently they now that they have a king, they don't need to actually govern anymore. They've, they've been going so long without a king, they're like, it's just a figurehead at this point. Yeah, so Arthur's sitting in the throne room, and he's like, not a fan of this. I gotta get out of here. And Archimedes is like, all right, come on, let's go out the back door. So they try to go, and there's a crowd of people outside, and they, they're they yelling stops him from leaving out of the castle. Well, it's more like cheering. They're like, yeah, King Arthur. They're like, woo, Wart, you better go sit down. <laughs> no, no. We've they... gone this long without a king. You better sit down in that chair. Take your dirty owl, too. That, that, that's not what they do. That's exactly what happened. So, so then, then they freak out, and they're running around the throne. <laughs> so that part doesn't happen. They just start cheering. He tries to go to another door. They're cheering there because apparently they have nothing better to do than cheer for the king. Yeah, it's not like anybody's in the castle, you know, like, working, guarding him. Well, it was the Dark Ages. Nobody could get any work done because they couldn't see. That's true. So Archimedes is like... I told you you should have left the sword. <laughs> and a little late for I told you so. I know. Hilarious. I freaking yeah. love that. I'll be doing him and Mim. Oh, best characters. So Arthur is like, I wish that Merlin was here, even though he was a butt butt and left me for Bermuda. So Merlin comes back. Apparently he went to Bermuda in like the 60s. Yeah. The, the he said the went? 20th century. So yeah. Yeah, and he had on some sweet red Converse sneakers <laughs> and a tan. <laughs> he was looking awesome, but he didn't like it. He didn't like it. He, he like, doesn't like any century. He's just grouchy. Yeah, no matter he's what just old man. Is. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're telling you they don't change. <laughs> so he's like, "See you. We're gonna do great things together." King Arthur and his knights of the Round Table. And he's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, Round Table," and he's like, "Oh, would you rather have a square one?" And Arthur's so pleasant. He's like, no, round's fine. Whatever, I don't care. Anything's fine. Do you want me to do some dishes now? <laughs> and then it just sort of fades out. And then that's it. That's it. 
So nothing gets wrapped up, really. Like, we don't know what happens to Arthur. There's no say-so. There's no one else in the castle. So we don't, for all we know, the people out there could have been starting a mob to kill him and replace him with maybe the wolf or something. <laughs> we don't or know Madame if, Mim. Or Madame Mim. Queen Mim. Yeah. We don't know if Mim gets any better. We don't know if Hobbes is dead. We can assume Hobbes is dead, though. Yeah, it was the mumps. It was the Dark Ages. Mm-hmm. Hobbes is dead. Hobbes is dead. All right. We're all right. Hobbes is dead. We don't know. I think I said something about the wolf. Yeah, we don't know what happened to him. We don't know what happened to the wolf, if he ever got anything to eat. We don't know what ever happened to the alligator guard. Is he still alive? There was a jerk frog in the water. Did the alligator guard eat the jerk frog? I hope so. We don't know what happened to the girl squirrels. Did they ever get over their lost love? I also hope so, because that was, that was a pretty sad scene. Um, did Arthur ever learn to read? Did Arthur ever learn to do cursive correctly? Because he wrote a cursive G and it was backwards. Well, I think part of it too is that the, the rest of the Arthurian legends that come after that are pretty dark and it would be really hard to do a Disney-friendly version of it. There's a part where Arthur has sex with his half-sister and they create a baby that ends up on a ship and Merlin orders the ship to be sunk and it's full of babies and he, he's like well we'll just kill all the babies because then we know we'll kill uh the baby that we're going after but then that baby ends up surviving anyway so they basically just killed a ship full of babies for nothing uh arthur's wife cheats on him with his best friend uh lancelot Kay. no lancelot oh right Sorry. um actor <laughs> not actor <laughs> So, but the the rest of the Arthurian legends get really dark. They're, okay, first of all, let me say, the coloring in, like, half the movie was dark. I mean, it was the Dark Ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They really went for it, let me tell yeah. you. I appreciate that as well. Um, and I have a very strong feeling that Disney took a lot of liberties with this movie. Probably. I don't think that Merlin, actually, I know that Merlin didn't, happen upon Arthur when Arthur fell out of a tree into his hut and Merlin and his talking owl went over to his foster dad's house where they all hung out and turned Arthur into a squirrel where he got almost molested and something tells me that these events didn't happen so they could have irked their way around I guess it was kind of like it was kind of like you've seen Hercules right Heck yeah, I have. Okay, so it's kind of like Hercules. Bless my soul, Hercules on a roll. Yeah, so that one where, uh, where in, in the Disney version, he's trying to become a true a true hero to become a god, and that's why he does all the stuff he does. When in the actual Herculean legend, I think it's Hera, tricks him into murdering his family, and so he has to do these labors to make up for it. Yeah. So a lot of creative liberty from Disney on that one, and this one I imagine it's kind of the same thing. But then with the... The stories that came after this one, I don't. I think it was the '60s. They were like, we're not even going to bother to try with this one. Well, I'm just saying they could have wrapped up something. Well, I mean, Arthur's king—that's something. But that wasn't even like legitimately a problem. Yeah, I guess there was no real like issue to solve here. There was no conflict. It was just do to do, doing adventures. Like, hey, Arthur, do this. Hey, Arthur, do this. Oh, I'm king now. Yeah, then he just happens upon the sword and becomes king. Like, 
There was no problem. There was no... What was the second act? Him being a fish? I guess. Third act was the squirrel. Fourth act was Mim. And the fifth act was King. That's the way of all stories. Yeah. I I mean, think about Hansel and Gretel. Hansel and Gretel? (laughs) Gretel and Hansel? No. What are their names? (laughs) Hansel and Gretel. (laughs) All right. Nine out of, no, not even nine. Mm, Eight out of ten, maybe we'll watch this again. Okay. With a child. I don't have a reason to watch it again. Nothing was learned. They tried to teach me a lesson in the middle of it. I hate that. Well, they didn't try to teach you a lesson. They just did stuff and they're like, oh yeah, lesson. And it's like, but this thing didn't have a whole lot to do with the lesson. Yeah, but this is the lesson. Yeah, but here's a lesson, so learn it. I don't like that. I mean, I guess I'd rather it just be like, hey, we're doing all this wacky stuff. Also, here's a lesson. Ignore it if you want. <laughs> I prefer that than like a huggy moment at the end with the music and the so, Dan Tanner. Give me a hug. Meow, 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 meow. So at Lauren's request, the next movie we're going to watch is an adult action movie. Uh, yes. She preferred something a little more adult this time. So we're going to do the original Terminator. Well, just something of a different genre. Something of a different genre, yeah. yeah. It's going to be the Terminator, which is kind of falls under action, but also horror. In some ways, it's kind of like a slasher film. You'll see when mm. you see it. Okay. Yeah. So tune in next time for The Terminator. Yeah, because we'll be back. Bye!